0: You may be seated if you would like. You don't have to. Well, I'm obviously not Steve Parker, although I do look like him because I'm his daughter. (laughs) Um, He asked me to speak to you this morning from my heart, and so I'm going to charge you this morning. Um, I really, I wouldn't even call this a sermon or preaching. I just have a charge from Holy Spirit for you. So I'm going to share a little bit about um, my journey over the past year and I'm going to actually trade that into you today. Um, So a year ago, actually this week, I was working, and um, who knows what I was doing, working, and my dad called me into his office and asked me to sit down, and that's always kind of um, scary if it's unexpected, (laughs) because you never know. I felt like I did something wrong, I didn't. Um, But he called me in, he asked me to sit down, and he said, I want you to take everything off the shelf Everything that you've set on display that you feel represents who you are, I want you to let it go. And there was a long pause of consideration. <laughs> um, but in that moment, I, I felt like it was an invitation to become who Yahweh wanted me to be. And it was. It was hard though, it didn't feel great. I didn't know what take everything off the shelf meant. I didn't have, he didn't give me a list and tell me these are the things that I need you to do. He just said take everything off the shelf that you feel represents who you are. Let go. So I began to consider and it was a lot of considering. um, And Holy Spirit really ministered to me in that time of what needed to come off the shelf. But the reason I'm saying that is because I believe fluid worship is that call to you to us as a house. It's my dad's call to the office. Take everything off the shelf that you believe represents who you are so that you can step into who you're supposed to be. I believe that fluid worship is the call to be the church and not just come to church. We've been learning that. That fluid worship is the call to get rid of transitions and to remove everything that made church what it was. Fluid worship sets us free from settling and calls us into exploration. So that's that's what I want to charge you about today. So I want you to consider this while I'm sharing with you. Are you an explorer or are you a settler? You have a choice to make today. Um, so I had a dream on the 18th of this month, and I was being trained to explore. And it was hard. Um, it wasn't just putting on boots and camo and it was like army (laughs) i don't know but it wasn't just getting ready and showing up and someone telling me what to do i had to get up get ready and then intentionally seek out the place i needed to be but i had to do it by myself there was nobody that said show up here at 9 a.m and then we're gonna do all of these workouts and we're gonna do this training for this specific mission it was just get dressed get ready and explore that was training Um, I remember specifically bear crawling, rolling down hills, taking unmarked vehicles into dangerous places. Evil was really big in this place, but I knew that my mission was bigger. Um, And I have a locket of my nanny, and she, her name was Linda Reichert, she was a part of this house. But she was my key into new places, and what Holy Spirit spoke to me in that dream was that you have to have the revelation of your leader's blood to proceed to the next place. In other words, you need their heart to be able to explore the places that is calling us into. It's more than just giving our yes now. We've given our yes and our amen, but we can't settle at just obedience. Um, so my charge to you is to be obedient, but then explore the revelation behind the charge. Why? Obedience isn't, isn't obedience if you have to understand it first. He's taught us that for years. And for a long time, I felt like just making the choice and, and doing the thing that was asked of me was enough. But Holy Spirit's stirring me now to take the next step. Like, take the step in faith without understanding, but then explore the why. There's more for you there. What is an explorer? An explorer is a person who explores an unfamiliar area. It's an adventurer. What is a settler? A settler is a person who moves with a group of others to live in a new place. Which are you? So I have some questions for you just to consider. Do you explore the unfamiliar area or do you move in after the explorers come back with their testimonies? Do you explore the revelation of an unfamiliar place or do you settle into obedience without understanding? Do you explore revelation beyond your faith or do you settle for the testimony of others never truly having your own? Do you explore to find the source of your resources or do you settle where there are resources? Explorers are always looking for the source. A settler settles where there are already resources. So I don't know about you, but I'm in search of the source. <laughs> yeah. I don't have the earpiece, so I have to put my mic down. to <laughs> um, I believe that, and would you mind sharing your revelation about trading before I charge the next part? That She shared something in the office this morning before we came out, and I believe that it's a piece of what I have today.
1: Great. I'm so glad. (laughs) Um, Recently, Holy Spirit has been talking to me um, specifically, although we have been trading for a long time. He's been very specific with me in trading recently. And um, it's the idea of leveraging your trades. And um, whenever I would hear, I've heard that word before in other houses, and whenever I would hear the word leverage, my mind would go to manipulation. Like, I didn't like it. I was like, oh, leverage? No, I'm not gonna manipulate what I want. That's how I thought of it. And we were reading that book, actually, Weaponizing Honor. This is where I sort of got a new revelation of it. Uh, We were reading that book in Book Club. And um, he talked about Esther, leveraging who she was to save her people. And that she took what she had and she traded it into the king Not just, here's my trade, throw it up there, hope it comes back to me. She did it to join his abundance to her abundance. So she leveraged what she had to gain more, not for herself, not so she could say, look at me, I'm rich and wealthy. But she traded and leveraged those trades strategically. That's what I heard, strategically. Leveraging your trades so that you gain, when I say, here, Kim Parker, I'm gonna trade into you, that's a good trading That's a good trade, okay? <laughs> I'm saying, yes, I'm joining. Yes, I want to trade. I want to buy in on that. But more than just buy in on that, I'm investing because I know that the harvest of that comes back to me. And then I take that abundance of that trade that I leveraged, that I sowed into her, and that I gave of who I was. All of a sudden, I now have more. And when I have more, then I can bring glory To my master, to my king, to the father. And so it's more than just, and maybe you guys had that revelation, and that's awesome. For me, though, it was more like, I'm just going to do this until I understand what I'm doing. And I'm beginning to see that, like, the master who sent his men out with the talents. Okay, so I always thought, well, it's fine. The guy buried, I mean, you shouldn't bury your talent. No, you shouldn't do that. But... What? I mean, he got punished, he brought back what he had because Yahweh's not looking just for what he had, right? And so those other men took a risk. They explored, they went beyond the territory. They decided to go into places that had not been invested in yet, take those trades. They didn't know if they would receive a return, but they took the risk. And they took their money, and this was physical money, and I believe that's an important part right now. They took their physical <laughs> physical money, and they invested. They traded. They risked it all. And then, guess what? They got double back. And they brought back. They said, look what I have. Look, I leveraged what you gave me. I leveraged. I didn't just throw it at the bank and hope or throw it at a person and hope it can bounce back at me. I strategically leveraged that place. And in return, they got double, double what they had and the master was pleased and he said, well done, good and faithful servant, well done. So that's the word to me right now, leverage your trades and your trades don't have to always be money. Leverage who you are, invest, invest, so that your return is strategic and you bring glory, more glory than what you started with. That's the key, more than what you began the race, you should have more. Because you saw in someone else something that you needed and you traded into it, so.
0: Thank you. I believe that that is a key in stepping out. If you have settled, maybe it wasn't maybe it was on purpose. You didn't even know that that's where you were until right now. But if that's the, the place that you've been in, that, that I believe is the key to stepping into that place of being an explorer. Um, to be... Yahweh gives explorers, this is what I wrote before she had shared her revelation, Holy Spirit told me that Yahweh gives explorers tools to help them take steps outside of the law, help them take steps outside of the place that they've settled in. And I believe that trading is a tool. You put seed in the ground in exchange for revelation, or you put seed in the ground to come into agreement with revelation, but trading is all about revelation outside of the law. Trading is something that an explorer does. And again, to be an explorer in my dream, you had to have the, re- the revelation of the old blood, which I think is significant of being blood deep with your leader. At some point, you have to have the heart of your leader. When you have your leader's heart, you enter into relationship and you step out of religion. I know that's the place he's calling us to. We're going to flow today together, OK? you Father for the call to fluid worship that set me free from everything that I've known and called me into deeper relationship with you. Father I thank you for the call to fluid worship that set me free from everything that I've known and called me into relationship with you. Thank you for giving us a visionary who will call us into the office and say let go of all you've known. Take everything off the shelf and then and then explore. You show me who I am as I explore who you are. Tradition and law cannot contain who I am because I am not a settler. Zalabara sarandai, labandara
2: sundai. Zalamandara sundai, la randara damasura Zalama
0: Zalamasundai. If this call, this charge that's in me is so big, I almost don't know how to put it into words. Which is why I said flow with me. Because I'm exploring this place with you. I don't have all of the answers, but what I want you to walk away with today is the opportunity to become an explorer in every area. Even the areas that you settled in and you didn't know until right now. There's no shame in that. So Yahweh, again I thank you for the opportunity to explore you through fluid worship. I ask that you speak to every person in this room, to every person listening now and later and charge them to explore. Show them who they are as they
2: explore who you are. Help them see that they are the church, that the room wasn't holy until they walked in. I thank you Yahweh for a visionary who isn't afraid of the unknown Thank you for the opportunity to join my heart to a man whose heart is hard after you thank you that he take risks to lead us into exploration of who you are thank you for freedom thank you for truth thank you for our covering we are safe to explore who you are and so we say yes we say amen and we make the choice to explore I release this charge to you this morning. I release everything in me that is for you this morning. I release it to you. If praying in tongues makes you uncomfortable, then get out of your seat and find the Holy Ghost in the room he'll make it real to you father with my tongue this morning i send out a charge yahweh with my tongue this morning i send out a supernatural charge to every man to every woman to wake up and explore who you father you found a people who aren't afraid of the unknown we're not afraid of the unknown we'll stand shoulder to shoulder with our visionary and pursue you will you stand shoulder to shoulder with our visionary and pursue the father that's a question will you stand shoulder to shoulder with our visionary and pursue yahweh it's
0: not a spearhead anymore hold on I believe that in times past, it was kind of like this, like a little triangle. (laughs) And that our visionary was at the very top of that thing and he was labeled explorer. And we were settlers, because he led us into the next place and we picked up all of our things and we just trusted him. And we were obedient, whether we understood it or not, because that's obedience. And we walked into the next place and we set up camp until he said, hey guys, it's time to move again. But a few weeks ago, maybe months now, he got up here and he said, fluid worship, I'm changing everything. And he put some screens up here to tell us what we're supposed to do. (laughs) And he stopped explaining everything, right? He said, for one month, I'm gonna give you direction and instruction. I'm gonna tell you when to take your kids to Kids Rock. I'm gonna tell you when to bring your tithe and offering. I'll give you a little bit of instruction to help you out. But after that, September 1st, or whatever that Sunday was, I'm done. So what I believe happened at that point is this triangle turned into this. A straight line. He is still our visionary, so don't get that twisted. He still leads us. But we have responsibility now. A responsibility that we didn't have before. Because we're not settlers anymore. And if you are, you're gonna get left behind. Because no one's gonna tell you when to pack up your bag and move. You have to know. And that's what I'm giving you this morning is that charge to explore. You can do it. Explore everything that Yahweh is for you. Don't be afraid of it,
2: just because it's never been done before. Don't be afraid of it. It might not look like anything you've ever seen or sound like anything you've ever heard. Stand shoulder to shoulder and explore the unknown places of the Father. He has so much for you. Although we stand in a line, He's still a personal God. So He still has something for just you and guess what once you get it justina you can give it to norris and norris can give it to miss wanda and miss wanda can give it to Deborah, and so on and so forth and that's how the kingdom becomes united (laughs) thank you yahweh for the call to fluid worship Thank you, Steve Parker, for taking a risk and calling us into fluid worship. We make the choice to stand in a straight line with you today and pursue this one step after another step, after another step, after another step. Yahweh, give us the dreams that you've been waiting to give us. Holy Spirit, speak in the language you've been waiting to speak to us in.
0: When you stand in a straight line, you're not waiting on anybody to show you what to do next. You just take the step. And if you don't, what happens? You're left behind. I don't want any of us to be left behind. I don't, and neither does my dad. Steve Parker's my dad, if I didn't say that already. (laughs) Neither does Yahweh, my other dad. He doesn't want any of us to be left behind. He's calling us to this intimate place with him. He wants us to know him like we've never known him before. And it's not just a nice saying that people say in church. Know God like you've never known him before. No, I mean it. He wants you to have this intimate relationship with him that's unlike anything you've ever encountered before. Nothing compares. And if it does, it's not what he has for you. There's more. If you can compare the encounters that you have with the Father, to something that you've experienced before now, keep exploring. Because there are unknown places that we are walking into together as a unit. We've been called to training, just like in my dream. And there's not a list. This is what we're gonna do today. Step one, step two, step three. You have to hear Holy Spirit for yourself and take each step as he tells you to take it and guess what everything he tells you will probably be different than the person next to you he'll tell you to do something completely different than he'll tell sam to do yet you will take steps in sync with each other because your heart is in sync with yahweh's heart and he's a personal god so i wrote this song that we sang last my hallelujah because i wanted to give you a way to express what is in you that maybe we don't have words for yet So today our hallelujah is going to cover everything in your heart, but you have to bring it 10,000 praises. You have to give it all you've got. Just come in. I want you to, you don't have to, but I'm asking you to come into agreement with me today to accept this charge, to step into a place of exploration and to step out of the places that you've settled in. Will you do that? So I want to sing this song. This is how we're going to Close for now. I wanna sing this with you again, but I want you to bring your hallelujah. I want you to bring 10,000 praises. My church, Kaylee Parker, brings. Do you have something?
3: Something that's part of this song that I think is really important that Steve touched on a couple of weeks ago, in the song it says, my church. And we're not talking about this building. And so I just wanna reiterate that, especially I know we have some visitors here. And so what it means by my church is, I'm the church. You are the church. And so as we sing that, I don't want you to imagine a steeple and a, you know, a white painted building. It's you. And so basically when you say my church, it's that thing inside of you and the entire spirit you bring with you, that entourage. That's my church. What I bring to a building, a location, when I go there, the anointing that I bring, the angels that I bring, everything that I have, I have an entourage with me. That's my church, and I join it with Gaston's church and Matt's church. So when you sing my church, it's all of us together, but it's not all of us together. It's what's your entourage? What's yours? What are you bringing to the table? That's the army. So that's what I want you to think of.
0: Before we sing this together, I just want to thank you for receiving me this morning. Thank you for receiving me. I love you. I bless you, I honor you. I give you all of my honor this morning. Let's sing hallelujah together.
2: for this opportunity to release your charge to these people thank you for this opportunity to release this charge to these faithful faithful people to these hungry people who have come to hear what you have to say today Yahweh I thank you I thank you I ask that you go before them and prepare the way as they position themselves to explore you in ways that they never have before Father, I ask that you give them the revelation that they are the church, that they don't just come to church. Holy Spirit, do what you do in the heart of every person present and watching now and later. Holy Spirit, come and have your way. Stir every heart, stir every mind. Thank you, Yahweh. Here we go.
4: A trail. Start blazing it. Woo. Hey, Steve can't take you there. I can't take you there. We can walk together. We can walk together, but you gotta be willing to do something uncomfortable. You gotta be willing to do something that makes you look a little crazy. Woo. Hey, That will never be there will not be another time where we take time to try to charge you again. There won't be that. This is the last stop. Either you're on right now, or you'll probably never be on. It's just gonna get harder from here. So you better loose yourself. Woo! You better speak to your feet. I'm gonna up. You better speak to your legs. I'm a dancer. I'm blazing the trail right now. Hallelujah. That's what I'm talking about. Woo! That's what I'm talking about. It doesn't take any time. You just gotta hop in the flow. Woo!
5: him up, lift him up, lift him up. See, y'all are thinking this is about to end and then we're about to start something different. Whew, hallelujah. But what's happening right now, if you're not aware, is the superhero in you, the superpower in you is being called forth. And right now you are uncomfortable in some ways because you don't understand exactly who you are yet. But I'm here to declare y'all can keep playing. (laughs) Y'all don't have to stop. Again, we don't have to break. I feel like we're supposed to continue. In fact, I asked permission because I I was told to speak at the, asked to speak at the second service, and of course I'm prepared to do that. But I just knew in my spirit that it wasn't necessarily, we're gonna go from this service, we're gonna stop, we're gonna get coffee, then we're gonna start the next service. So I did it in order. I went to Miss Kim and I asked her, she called, Steve and he gave permission. And I just wanted to stand in agreement with you, Kaylee Parker. Oh my gosh. Whew, hallelujah, hallelujah. We're at the table right now, but the table is not just a solid like this. The word fluid, the word fluid is like liquid. So the table that he's called us to is like liquid. So it moves and it changes, and he's invited us in. He's invited us in. And in this place that he's brought us, and y'all, if you want to, you can be seated. (laughs) I just feel like there's some things I need to share about this place. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah. You saw AJ, that's my son. He just looked like he lost his mind and he began to dance. But see, his superpower, he began to ignite a fire. You might not have seen it. You might not have seen it. But right across here, there's a fire burning. Open up your eyes. Open up your eyes. But see, it's not just him. It's not just Kaylee Parker that can flow so freely. It's not just Miss Kim. You know, I was, as I was just meditating, I was going over the different, you know, um, meetings that we've come together as a family, and Steve, how he is releasing the freedom to be fluid. It's a big deal, it's so big. He's releasing the freedom to be fluid, to be movable, to flow. And see, what that has done is it's made a lot of us uncomfortable because we have settled in and that's really the truth in fact when steve um he messaged me and he said uh hey i need to talk to you in the morning can you come see me my mind immediately went to business i I immediately in my mind went okay he's going to call me in the office we're going to meet about something with the elc or something he needs my, my help with or something i need to be corrected on whatever that's where my mind immediately went to Whew! so in intercession We come in, we go through our intercession again. You know, good intercession. So after the meeting, I said, oh, I'm coming to see you. He said, no, you don't need to. I just need you to speak at second service. Everything in me wanted to crumble in that moment, to be honest. (laughs) And I'm just being real. But see, what happens is we settle in. We settle in. And so he said that to me. He said it in the presence of my husband. And everything in my flesh, everything in my comfort, where I was comfortable was like, oh, this is like the worst time ever for me to be speaking to anybody. Cause I'm still, I'm inquiring of Yahweh. I'm uncomfortable. I'm, I'm facing adversity. Whew. But see, there's a relationship between me and my leader. So I trust him. So what I'm doing today is I'm calling you to a place that's deeper than where you've been so that what is in you can begin to be exercised. That when you're asked to come forth, you will say yes, yes and amen, because I'm ready. Not because I have everything just so, but because of who I am, because of who Yahweh called me to be. And if my Father sees it in me, then it's in me. And I'm able to bring it. I'm able to bring it. Hallelujah. 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 I don't want to stop the flow. So flow freely. But as I'm talking to you today, I want you to begin to think about the things that the father has gifted you with. You know, think about the things that he's shown you that, you know, he's shown you about yourself. What was so interesting to me is after intercession, And I I knew later I didn't know then that Miss Kim and I don't know what time is it (laughs) y'all, ten fifteen all right, hallelujah! I remember at intercession when he asked me thank you Matt when he asked me to speak I didn't I just assumed Miss Kim knew you know how you husband wife you just assume so what was interesting. (laughs) So after intercession, we always go out. And we, y'all just relax if you want stay, to stay, and Don't feel like you. But I want you to, as I'm speaking, I want you to be conscious of who you are. Because it is needed in this fluid place. But we went out to have coffee. And when we went out to go have coffee, <laughs> my husband actually stayed. And he was talking to Jenny. And they were just having a good old time. And Kim had heard something <laughs> about me that I just was like, oh. How could she possibly hear that? Because I know it's right on point. She has to have known what her husband was asking me to do. (laughs) And I won't necessarily go into detail about what she said she saw about me. But I knew that it touched a place that's very personal to me, and it has everything to do with who I am, who I know I am, but who I have settled kind of out of being. You know, kind of like, oh, I can be that when it's needed, or, or, you know, every now and then. But I'm not necessarily flowing in that superpower, flowing in that place that's unlimited, that's limitless, that has more than enough. Whew. And I was reminded, she kept mentioning something to, <laughs> to me. And in this particular place, some of you ladies probably remember way back, way back. It was a ladies meeting and uh, I had had shared what the father, who he showed me I was. And it wasn't who I thought I was. It wasn't who I wanted to be, but he showed me a picture of who I was in an experience that I had. And in that experience, it was a superhero. It really was, it was a superhero. She was bad. (laughs) She was bad to the bone. And though I was familiar with a little bit of who she was, I wasn't, when I looked in the mirror, I didn't see her necessarily. I didn't see that necessarily. But Ms. Kim directly went to that place and she was like, that's the place basically, you you need to be moving from that place, you know? And so here we are in this fluid place and it's uncomfortable to many because we've settled into what we've been doing for so long. But I want to encourage you today that this is not just an ordinary place. This is not just a church. I'm sharing with you what's going on in my church. So I'm standing up here. Tradition would say I would preach a little message to you and you would get a little word and you would write it in your notebook and you would go home. But what I'm doing is I'm trading my personal experience. What Kaylee just did is she released the personal experience, her personal power with you what kaylee hoffman did when she released her personal experience with you in psalms 23 when steve opened up about coming to the table whew, ha, whew, when he opened that up and when it says i prepared a table before you and if you all remember and if you weren't here but he was talking about how Yahweh, our Father, has prepared the table for us. You know, lots of times we're preparing for Him. We're preparing for Him to do everything we need to do for Him. But He was inviting us in to His table. He was preparing it for us. So I went back and I began to just, you know, to have been, just been meditating on all those things that our our spiritual Father has been speaking to us. And the next part of that says, and He prepared the table in the presence of my enemies. And immediately my reference point of enemy was, you know, somebody that's, you know, against you, somebody that's giving you problems or whatever. But then I heard the word adversary. Then I heard the word adversity. See, he has prepared a table for us in the presence of adversity. Do y'all hear me? I don't think you hear me. I don't think you hear me. He's prepared a table in the presence of adversity. And I know he told me before I came to let you know that it's in the presence of adversity where our sharpening, where our sharpening where our sharpening is happening. Then what was interesting to me is he began to take me to, a, and it, this sounds really strange, but a movie, <laughs> the X-Men series. And so I began to just ponder, I've seen a few of those movies. And you know, in the world and in Babylon, these are mutants, these are people, but but they're mutated because their DNA or something is different or something to that effect. But he made me focus in on the school the Xavier's Institute of, what's it called? The Xavier's Institute of Gifted Children, something like that. And so he began to show me how this place that we're in right now, and Kaylee said it even earlier, we're in a training ground right now, where our skills, where our anointings, where the things that the Father has placed in us are being sharpened. They're being sharpened not just by the Father, but by one another. And as we begin to flow together, as we begin to give grace to one another, as we begin to share the most intimate parts of what the Father is doing in our lives, we're sharpened, we're made stronger, we're made stronger. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! And I just wanted you all to know today that there is so much at the table, there is so much that is prepared for us. It's more than what you see. It's more than what you feel. You bring an element that nobody else can bring. Even this morning, I was trying to find something to wear and Stephen, uh, Kim had made a reference in her speaking to me about how she just kept, she's like, I saw you in that Superman shirt. (laughs) In that Superman shirt. And so when I couldn't figure out what to wear, I said, I'm putting on my Superman shirt. Cause it doesn't matter how you feel. It doesn't matter what you think. Sometimes you have to be reminded of who you are, of who you are. And Kaylee has made a charge to us today. She's made a charge and I received that charge. We need to receive that charge and we need to be conscious and we need to exercise. We need to move. Kaylee, I don't want you to leave. I just wanted to, to <laughs> come back up here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I just want you all to be aware of what's happening. So when you see your brothers and your sisters and they're moving in ways that are not comfortable to you or they're moving or saying things that seem, I don't even know what that means, that seems so far-fetched. But see, that's what family is. Family becomes one by moving through all the uncomfortable places. If you don't move through the uncomfortable places, You can never become one. You can never become unified. You just are associates. You're just friends on the surface. Hallelujah. But in this place, in this flow, in this flow, in this flow, we have to stop seeing the individual. We gotta stop seeing Jenny Kerner and Kim Parker and Gaston Glasgow and Kaylee Parker. And we gotta see that line that we're all working together and that you have a peace, and I have a peace. And as we sharpen our superpowers, as we sharpen those anointings that the father has placed in us, that's how we make a difference. That's how we change the earth. That's how we move beyond hallelujah. And Steve has opened that up to us. And I just honor him today. I honor this house. For the ability to flow, to be free, hallelujah. To flow, to be free, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Just begin to breathe. (sighs) Begin to breathe the hallelujahs that you've released. Do you realize you've released something? That what you've released is right here. It's right here. It's become the oil that you need it's become the oil that you need hallelujah 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 my notes are down there but i know that there was one thing in particular that he told me yesterday and as our 11 o'clock crew comes i don't know (laughs) i'm gonna share whatever the father says share kayla you might have to share again i don't know (laughs) again i'm open You know, I believe what he said when he said, we're removing the walls and the boundaries. That's why I wasn't afraid to ask. See, if you're still afraid to ask, you haven't gotten it yet. If you're still afraid to move, you haven't gotten it yet. See, we're in a vulnerable place. You just might as well get used to it. In fact, we have families here from New families, in fact, that are coming to the ELC. In fact, when I went up to them today, one of their children are starting with us, and I thought to myself, oh, my goodness. They've never been to this church before. (laughs) Lord. Hallelujah. But see, my trust for Holy Spirit is greater than what I feel in the natural. My trust that they are here on purpose is greater than what I sense in the natural. See, my mind wants to say, well, how can we make them understand what we're doing and how we're doing it? But see, I know that there's something in each and every person that walks in this door, that has brought them to this water, that has brought them to this fluidity, this movement. Ha! There's healing in this movement. Ha, Romando Rochabata. There's healing in this movement. I am not afraid to be who I am. You should not be afraid to be who you are. In fact, I thank you. I thank you, Steve Parker. (laughs) Because, you know, he sent a little text. He's just such a faithful father. And he told me to be who I was. This is who I am, y'all. <laughs> this is who I am, and I'm not, af- I'm not afraid of it. I'm not backing down from it. Does it matter how I feel? Does it matter about the adversity? And I challenge you to do the same. I challenge you even in this place. What's the next thing? I know that's what's going on in some of your minds. What's next? What's next? What's in you? What are you bringing today? One sided, I came to receive. I came to receive the fire, the dance, the sound, the music, the trumpets. I came to receive hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Mm. But one specific thing that he told me was that the oil of healing was here today. He told me that the oil of Holy Spirit was here today, and he told me that the oil of authority was here today. And I really didn't research it much, but I knew that the oil was not some external thing. I knew that it wasn't something I was supposed to take and put on your head, or Kaylee was gonna take and put on your head. But see, it's being released even now. If you can see it, if you can receive it, it's in you. And I don't know who holds the oil of healing. I don't know who holds the oil of authority. I don't know who's holding the oil of Holy Spirit, but I know it's in me, all of it's in me. And I hope that you can find it in yourself and begin to release it today. So I'm telling you today, that the oil is in you, to begin to release it. It's for this place, but it's for outside of this place. So as we flow, as we flow, it flows from this place into our community, into our businesses. It's not just for us, y'all. Hallelujah, we're sharpening each other here. We're learning here. We're figuring out what works, what doesn't work. But let the oil flow. <laughs> let the oil flow. <sighs> I have the mic, but I know I'm not the only supposed, person supposed to have it as far as if somebody heals something or feels something or hears something. I don't want you to think I just have this mic. <laughs> okay, all right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
4: I know um, I was walking around and, and I was talking to Yahweh. And uh, immediately, I felt like super thirsty. And so, he said, and I saw this just sitting right here. I don't know the map there. I saw it sitting right there, and he said, if you're thirsty, come drink. 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 I love striking hands, but guess what? There's a place even beyond that. That someone is thirsty, come drink. If you ever wanted to step out of where you are, if you are thirsty, come drink. Don't wait for an invitation. If you are thirsty, come drink. It's weird. It's weird. You don't want to do it. It's cool. You don't have to. But I heard Yahweh say, if you are thirsty, go drink.
3: Go ahead,
0: go ahead Jacob Lowry. Release from the throne room.
3: Uh, there's something that, that I keep hearing. You know, Tamara, I just I draw from you in terms of like, you say be who you are, and I'm telling you what I keep hearing is, it is very easy in this place to become emotional. So I know Steve, I know, and he has sewn this into me, which is practicality. Do not lose the practicality of what's going on here. Don't let it happen up here. Don't let it happen here. So just where where's the practicality? where is how you're going to apply this because that if it if it doesn't go there then it ends after you leave and you feel great but i could i could watch some movies and feel great or listen to some music so where is that going to be applied in you you know what does this mean to you come drink what are you drinking and it goes into what you were saying which is explore explore this in your daily walk in what you're doing how are you going to treat your family today what are you gonna talk about over lunch? These are things to consider, because if you if you don't, it happens here in a container, and it, it really is pointless you shouldn't be here. Because you'd probably have more fun at the beach and it'd be a little more productive. So, what are you gonna do practically with this? And I know, like, for me, it's... I'm thinking about how I'm gonna interact with my wife and my daughter and some things that I'm gonna shift. So as you're doing this and as you're feeling it and as you're hearing by the spirit, think also of what you're going to do to make it real, to make it tangible tomorrow at your job. What is that thing? What's that ship? Where are you going to explore? Come on, because you know it. There's that thing at your job that's just got you. You've been thinking about it or your money, your finances. Ah, that bill. That's oh, it's like a day late already, but I get paid next Friday and all that. Listen apply this to your everyday walk don't i mean if we're gonna flow it has to all be connected so you have to let it into every part of your walk how are you driving are you honking at people and are you leaving your house too late so that you got to speed come on like this is very very practical but if you want to be a superhero you have to be able to Like you have Clark Kent, you have that alter ego. Sometimes you gotta have that alter ego. Sometimes you gotta be Clark Kent, and that's very real and that's practical. Clark Kent had to do his job. He wasn't a paid. He had to be a reporter. Now he had an edge, <laughs> but my point is though, apply the practical. What does this mean to you? As we flow, as we move, if you gotta to go to the bathroom, go to the bathroom. If this wasn't enough water for you, go get a drink. Yeah. Eat your fueling if you're on Octavia. Do those things because if you're not practically being normally excellent, all of this stuff is just it's fluff. And honestly, I don't want you representing me or this house with that. So decide to either live this all the time and be the flow, or decide. I don't know. I want you to stay here, but I I almost wanted to say this ready to make that like just, again just trying to be myself i love you i want relationship with you but if you're going to have relationship with me you've got to walk in this place in a real way because i'm not going to spend my time with those who are not trying to make this thing for so that's a lot i don't know how much time
6: oh hey everybody what's going on my name is sam um, Yahweh told me to take a drink last so I can drink from every church. But um, one thing that you keep on hearing over and over is this is a charge. I have been work- I bought this, me and my exploration, I- I've been trying different things financially and things like that. I bought a car and I'm trying to flip it and I need to fix it. A lot of electrical problems with it. With the electrical problems with it, I, I, this is something that I always struggle with like in, in college, uh, I, I failed my physics two class, that's that, uh, <laughs> bless Yahweh. But um, so I, I just didn't understand. And one thing that I was like, okay, let me get understanding of this thing. So I was looking at videos and one thing that it showed me was that the electrons, the it, it has a property where it, it pushes next to the next one and it transfers. And they always explain it, Every, all the good videos will explain it this way, a flow. So when that, with the flow, amps are how much it flows, how much is, is being poured out. Voltage is how much force is being pushed out of, to push it. And every single time I hear, you know, and, and she keeps on saying the charge, the charge. I'm a, So when she says I charge you, you are to get in a line. This is a line. Me, me next to, me next to Tamara, and I'm charging with. I'm pushing my and negative goes to positive. Negative, my my voice, my insufficiencies, my my lack pushes into the positives, push us to the next level. We gotta be in the line. And the only resistance, the the, the thi- here's another thing, uh, and, and this is, if, you, if it bores you, techni- technical stuff bores you, I, I'm sorry, but there are things, there's the, the, there's the spirit, there's the body, or there's, a, there's our, our soul, and then there's the body. Bodies where it manifests, Bodies where we see the light. This is where we get to shine. This is where we see it. But there's resistance. There's called resistors. That happens in the mind. If you don't understand, if you let understanding get in the way of your obedience, of you getting next to, that's where it gets, resistors get actually will become hot. You, you, You start to get emotional. Things get a little, little hot. If you would just... If you would just... Cut the resistors out. Cut the... I don't have to understand. I'm gonna, I'm gonna connect. I'm gonna connect. I'm gonna get in the line. The other part of, of this whole thing is that we have... It's so funny that, that Steve's an electrician. I was like, that's crazy, Yahweh. That's enough. <laughs> uh, but if you would understand how to connect to a source, she has given the charge today. But if you understand how first to be grounded, because that's part of electricity, you have to be grounded, or else it won't. the circuit won't go. There's no movement. But if you would understand that you have a source that is that is does not run dry. It does not stop. It doesn't stop giving. It's not a battery. It's a source. Do you understand? We have a source in Yahweh. Amen, amen. That's all I had to say, y'all. Yeah. Be connected to the line, y'all. Yeah.
7: up. So I don't know if there's still... Amen. Hallelujah. I'm just so excited. And I'm kind of like Sam. I'm on the lines of Sam. Just sharing my experience on how it lines up with what was said today. And, you know, if you know me, I deal with RC cars, remote control stuff. And one thing about it, you know, that I've learned is that we have what is known as brush and brushless brushed and brushless. And when you, and let me put and to put that in perspective for you, the old technology was brushed. And it depended, if you can imagine a rod going up and down, it depended on there being two connectors to make contact with that rod. And a source of electricity had to flow through the connectors in order to cause that motor to spin. But the number of rotations per minute was limited. You can only get so many rotations per minute because of the brush connectors. But what has happened, technology and our idea has moved from brush and removed the brush. Removed the brushless, the brush. And now we have brushless motor. The law one time was necessary for you. But now that we found a place that it ain't no longer necessary for you. And the charge that comes to that brushless motor is unlimited. According, matter of fact, the RPMs, the rotations per minute on that brushless motor depends on the amount of source that's connected to it. So if you can imagine this, so let me put this in, in, break it down a little bit more. Let's say if I had one of my RC cars and I put a brush motor in it and I put the best charge I could possibly put on that because of the brushes, the brushes is limited. I'm going to max out at maybe 25, 30 miles an hour with that car. Okay? But I take that same car and I put a brushless motor in there. Now, my my max is unlimited. I ain't gonna never max it out. I won't be able to keep it on the ground for one thing. But immediately, my speed capability goes from 25 to 30 miles an hour. It, it goes from, it, 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 it doubles. It goes to 55, 60, 65 miles per hour. After that, you can't keep it on the ground anymore. And according to my source, so if you think about it, nickel metal hydride. Is the battery that most of us are familiar with. If you got a rechargeable battery, it's a nickel metal hydride battery, most likely, or a lithium ion. Now we have what we call lithium polymer, lipo batteries. The lipo battery, the source of it, is so much greater than a nickel metal hydride. And I'm saying this, and what am I talking about? I'm talking about charge. I'm talking about charge. Because when I take that charge, from a from a lipo battery that i once had a nickel metal hydride battery on it my capabilities is multiplied my capabilities now become unlimited the more power i put on it pretty soon i just start tearing up stuff because they can't even hold my potential so what am i saying to you get rid of the brush motors get rid of the nickel metal hydride or batteries I want you to invest in yourself today. Take the charge and invest in yourself today. Go get you some brushless motors. Go get you some LiPo batteries. And I want you to take those brushless motors and I want you to hook them up to those LiPo batteries. And I want you to charge yourself that you take control of this charge and you release the potential in you. 25, 30 miles an hour ain't enough anymore. 60 miles an hour ain't enough anymore because we're not bound to ground anymore we want to be so limitless that the ground can't even hold us anymore that in your movement listen in your charging in your exploration in your movement and becoming more than what you are and becoming that discovering that superhero on the inside of you i want you to know the ground can't hold you no more the ground can't hold you. You don't hear what I'm saying. The ground can't hold you no more. There ain't enough room on earth for you anymore. Hallelujah. Release the potential. Accept the charge. Know who you are. Move from the place that you're in. And know that what was released here today man, all I can say is yes and amen. I accept my charge. And if you see me not accepting my charge, if I look like I'm not accepting my charge. I want you to get in my face. And I want you to tell me to turn it on, brother. Cause you ain't got you ain't got the right battery in the day, brother. Some, you need to change batteries. And I'm telling you today, change your battery, change your mind, loose yourself, accept the charge, become all that the Father has already purposed you to be. Amen, hallelujah.